Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. get the housekeeping out of the way straight away. My name is Richard Keyes. Uh, and my name is uh, Andy Gray. And this is Keyes and Gray, the podcast. You can get in touch with us via Twitter or Insta. That's right. <laughs> at Keyes and Gray pod. Keyes and A-N-D. Keyes and Gray pod. And now that you've found us, please... Tell your mates. Correct. Took the words right out of sure. my mouth. Um... You can also, if you have an electronic device at home, a helper. I'm going to whisper this because when I said it last week, yours came on. Yeah. You can just ask your electronic device to play Keys and Grey podcast, and it will do. Um, that's how clever it is these days. Um, what are you doing? I'm trying to find out the name of that horse. Mike Osmond's horse. Yeah. The Grey horse. Mike Osmond, uh, impressionist. Uh, more recently, uh, Donald Trump <laughs> sounder like uh, he brought the house down when he joined us on Being Sports shortly after Trump was elected and uh, made the case for being Andy's brother because your Trump's mother and yours both come from the same village. Yes, since the Isle of Lewis. Yes, yes, back a little yeah. village called Back in the Isle of Lewis. Mike has woven his way through our careers since yes. the early days <laughs> at Sky, and you're talking about the Grey. He used to join us and and do. Um, um, not so much an impersonation, but but had a grey horse that he would yeah. make talk. Uh, uh, Cheltenham Gold Cup winner. I know best mate was a grey. I'm sure best mate was a grey, but it, it wasn't, wasn't best it wasn't mate. Best it mate. was the earlier one. I think you mentioned Arkle before we started. Arkle? And I think it, that, that sounds most likely. I don't think Arkle was a grey. Well, you know who will know yeah, when he text, joins us, Mike. I'm just texting so. Who these days is working as a new uh, on a new radio station coming out of it. He'll give us all the details. It's yeah. uh, but it's, why is Mike joining us? I'll tell you why. He's a mate. Yes, because he can. This is ours, and we can do what we like. Um, Luis, this week, has got another of his fancy Hawaiian shirts on. Where did you get it, by the way? Which store did you buy that in? Because I need to give that a very wide berth. Yeah, yeah, just take it off my list. (laughs) I like it better than last week's. Okay, we'll post another picture. Last week's got quite a stir. We will post another picture. I like it better than last week. Okay, so how are we doing? I'm doing well. I mean, very well. Busy. We've been busy this week. There's been more, loads of Premier League games there has. for us to get our teeth We're into last right night. Right on the back, this being Friday morning, right on the back mm. of the North London derby. Yeah, yeah. With Mini-Me whining mm. with Shrevesy post-match in the when tunnel. When you say about, Mini-Me, for people who might not know who you're talking about, you, you're insinuating he's a, he's a mini version of someone else? He just, he, he, he for some reason, he's Fraudiola, isn't he? In, in disguise. <laughs> the two of them, they're exactly the same, Andy. They, they... They believe that they're right. All the time. And that no one else can have an opinion about anything. If a reporter, I've said this so often about Guardiola, if a reporter often wants to share or Mm -hmm. pose a question, most of them are statements, but but, if somebody ever asks a question of him, he looks down his nose as if to say, you're talking to me about football. Who are you? And and, and it's just, it smacks of arrogance. And, and, And when they protest about the opposition <coughs> trying to win, it makes me laugh. <laughs> trying to win. That's the idea. That is the idea. Not everybody is going to turn up 
to Manchester City like Eddie Howe or Graham Potter and, and say, look, I'll tell you what we'll do today. We'll set up exactly how you would want us to. <laughs> so you can beat us by four or five. Yeah, and then you'll be full of compliments about the way we play the game. I've no, Antonio Conte has every right to set his team up to battle three points, wrestle three points yeah, off City as yeah. they did when they went there. Nothing wrong with that. Listen, I'm, I'm pleased Klopp rode back. Yes, Klopp was yes, wrong did, last right. week he to have wrong. a go at Conte. And, and it think, surprised me, actually, yeah. Klopp, because he's not, he's not normally like no, that. Well, I, I haven't seen much of that from Klopp. But you see, I, I think Klopp, it's a very difficult job to do, yeah, post-match cool. interviewer, no yeah. question. You're emotional. If you've just Everybody beaten, is. It's tough. And so I think Klopp was reacting to what had happened. He was disappointed and frustrated and it was it was a spur of the moment thing whereas Guardiola when 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 he had a little pop at Klopp and suggested that that, that the nation are all Liverpool fans that's been festering do you think so that had been festering from the Wednesday night mm. he couldn't wait to say it well you, you know Andy Dunn this week I read I, he made the point Klopp lives rent free in Guardiola's head he, he drives him mad <laughs> but but these guys have got to understand that as you've always said Wow. Wow, yeah. Don't know if you can hear it. That's a very blustery day in Catalonia. How old it? is windy. I'm glad we're not golfing today. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> these guys have got to understand, as you've always said, there are many different ways to play football, Andy. And yes. Th that's how it is. If you get beaten up, then and listen, deal with way, it. The day we play football all the same way, it'll be a sad day for football, I have to say. And the day that people go in against teams and are not allowed to defend and make life hard for teams... It will be the end. If you want to just go and have 11 aside, 5 aside, you have the ball, we'll try and attack. You, you're better than us. You'll beat us, as you say, 3 or 4 nil. Thank you very much. See you later. But if someone poses a problem, and you look at some of the great coaches down the years who have been pragmatic in their, in their outlook. I, I think of Mourinho. Mm. Who was more successful than Jose Mourinho in the modern game? Not many. I look at Conte a bit pragmatist in, the, in what he went about it so there, there are coaches and then there are coaches Keezy, who are open and entertaining and have won nothing I, I can go back to Kevin at Newcastle what was he like the entertainers yeah mm. what did they win sadly nothing I wish exactly. they had and I, I really wish they had me too that's one of the but great is, regrets you, for me from the Premier League they went close I know they did people say well you went they, went they did but where is Kevin they've never got over the line that season in particular the season when they went to Anfield in, that, in that 4 3 game, that unbelievable night at Anfield, the Wednesday night it was, wasn't it? When Kevin hung his head over mm. the, the bar. No. Conte. Monday night. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, Liverpool, you're yeah, talking. Yeah, Liverpool. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Uh, Conte or uh, Mourinho would have seen that through. See, Rogers cost himself. If Rogers had one. been pragmatic Brendan. against. There's Brendan, another one. Uh, Chelsea that Chelsea. night, where Mourinho came and sat in. If, if, if Rogers had settled for the draw, He's got two games to win it in, and he would have won them comfortably. He was three up at Palace, and then had to chase goals, and and then, of course, we all know what happened in 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 uh, um, what you're doing. I'm just Sophie's just asked me how long ago for the horse. I said I said long before, ago. Before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, you know they 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 dropped the points as we know in the three three draw. But they would got have it. been checked gone. Desert orchid. I think it was. It's Desi. Yeah, well Calls done, it so. Desi. Well yeah. done, Soph. Thanks, yeah. darling. They wouldn't have been chasing the goal. But, but sometimes you have to play like that. The other thing, perceptions, Andy. I've, I've often spoken to you about perceptions. I mean, Guardiola says that the, the nation wants Liverpool to win the title. I can't remember, since I started in this business, aged 20, any time when Liverpool have been the nation's favourites. No, no me. Any. Certainly, I, I don't can, want to be one. I can in recent <laughs> I can years. Think of a remember a fawning, grovelling press, pep this and pep that. And I've yes. made this point to yes. you previously. Yeah. By the way, genius. Do you know what Guardiola has worked out? The importance of set play. No. They scored their 20th goal from a set piece uh, at the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. I text Sam, funny ah, enough, and dinosaur. I said, if only somebody had come along 35 dinosaur. years ago dinosaur. and told us about the importance and of you know, set and you know, It's funny you should talk about Mini-Me. Do you know who else's team are high up in the scoring of set plays? Uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal. Well, there you go. They're another one. Set plays? No, you can't score from a set play. That's <laughs> anti-football, surely. Makes anti That's what Sam's based a career on, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> It just, if, you don't get, if you don't put the ball in the penalty area, you're not really going to score very often. Um, I don't know why, but this is something we've talked about on this podcast a lot. David Ellery, who steps down after 20 years as the referee's oh, chief. Oh, is he good, is he? He is going. Oh. 
it, it's been agreed that he would go. It, I think it's been suggested that he would go. There's been an investigation going on by the Football Association in England mm -hmm. into his um, racist and homophobic behaviour. Really? Um, a number of uh, complaints were made about him. Initially, no one responded to them, and right. then they realised they probably had to. So they conducted an investigation. Well, that investigation has uh, decided it will take uh, the committee sitting uh, no further action uh, against the chair of its referees committee following the conclusion of okay. uh, independent... Uh, In-house in reviewers? Yeah, and, and they're not going to report what they found. They're not going to tell us? No. So even if there was things there, we're not going to find out? And there were. Right. Okay. They're not going to admit. So he's leaving? So, so that's leaving. a compromise then, is it? Think? Well, I, I, I think he, I think he's realised that, that it's the best way out. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That please you that he's gone from that. Point? Oh yes. Yeah. Who yeah. Take that one. One hundred and seventy-nine. Who takes that one then? Uh, we don't know at the moment. One hundred and seventy-nine different law changes I since know. he came madness. in. Madness. And, and madness. They, he gave us the new kickoff. Oh, wow. I mean, that, that, that's something we look back on. The game, didn't I love a headline, as you know. Uh, yeah. Guardian today. London mauling. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Very good. Uh, the release clause in uh, Haaland's contract above 150 million, say City. Well, it wouldn't have signed unless there was, would they? What about Rudiger's release clause? Go on. At Barcelona, did you see it? Yeah. 348 million. Yeah. Well, they just, they, they, I mean, Messi's was, was 700 and odd, wasn't it, at one time? But That's a centre back. I know. Come but, on. But they just, they come up with these numbers, <laughs> don't they? Just think Newcastle's new away kit, because Newcastle aren't, the, 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 they're not as, uh, uh, in any way linked to the nation of Saudi Arabia. No, no, no. Well, they, 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 didn't the Premier League uh, go into there that? There are written undertakings yes, that, yes. that, that they are in no way, okay. no way connected. Right, good. New kit, new second strip. What? It's uh, a rip-off of uh, Saudi Arabia's first choice kit, white, green piping. <laughs> I just... I mean, green's a colour you associate with Newcastle. Yeah. When I think Newcastle, the first colour that comes to my mind is green. <laughs> Not black and white. That's green. <laughs> <laughs> this made me laugh, you know, and, and then I started to think about it more seriously. Um, this is Andy Dunn today talking about uh, watching F1 fans last week in, in the crowd, all of them riveted, glued to their phones because it's the best way to, see it. to watch the race yeah. when you're watching motorsport of course it is if is it not also the case now that that is true of football no that if you go to a game no it is no no it is let me, let me finish if you go to a game as was the case at Chelsea last week Todd Burley the new owner uh -huh. spent four minutes scratching his head bemused as to why the there was a, a VAR mm -hmm. check nobody if you're in the stadium you have no idea. Oh, I see. In those situations, yeah, you need I've, I've your phone on the screen. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, that. But, they, they but just you don't say watch football checking, on, on checking. your screen. No, but you need a phone <clears throat> because of the way it's gone yeah. in order to understand yeah, what yeah. is actually happening mm -hmm. if you're in the arena. Yeah, and I guess if you're in the arena, you don't get the luxury of uh, replays on the goals, do you? No. Do you put them up on the screen? No, eventually they might. I mean, Arsenal have always always been of the opinion they wouldn't put... They were one of the first, weren't they, with a screen? Uh -huh. But always were of the opinion they wouldn't put replays in uh -huh. because they were in provocative. Case, and, case, and, and, yeah, they case. might... They might uh, people might... But I went up. to F1 once down at Silverstone, I have to say, and I thought, oh, this will be really good. <laughs> and I went there and I was just... I was opposite the, the, the finish line. So off they went, I think, brilliant. So I waited about two and a half minutes or something then it, then it was just it was just vroom vroom yeah vroom who was that who was that who was yeah. in the lead who was that you couldn't see a thing I'm going to be topper go on I went to Monaco ah you were that's, that's topper and that's top me the best best part about going to Monaco to watch the Grand Prix on the boat yeah of course yeah. Of, best, course. The best, <laughs> of course, of course. The best part <laughs> of watching the Grand Prix in Monaco is there are big screens everywhere. everywhere. And it's such a small circuit uh, that you really can't lose yeah. the cars. Yeah. That's, that's the way to... Uh, so I guess if today if I'd have said to you, I'm going to Tenerife, you'd say, I'm going to Elevenerife. Yeah, I would do today. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Uh, congratulations to Eric Ten Hag and his uh, Ajax side. Uh, yes. Who got finally over the line. Um, just want to mention one or two things about his philosophy to you um, he, he's uh, he and Ajax are well I'm reading now from a, an article uh -huh. that I picked up midweek uh, have been known for their fluid total football tactical systems down the years mm -hmm. 
um, uh, dictating play with short, sharp passing, pinning opponents inside their own half. It's been a key trait of Ajax and mm-hmm. the Dutchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, as captured in their possession average of 66% this season. Um, unsurprisingly, that ranks as the highest in some way way above Feyenoord in second with their average of 57.8%. It's Ajax. And added uh, yeah, hold on, I haven't finished yet. Okay. What impresses even further about right. that dominance okay. is that Ten Hag side usually convert that into high-quality goal-scoring opportunities. Okay. Across the Avenida VC this season, they've accumulated the highest combined XG, most touches in the penalty area, and have attempted the most shots. It therefore shouldn't be a surprise to note that they scored more league goals than any other side during the course of of last season this was written <laughs> this was written before midweek uh, they could break the 100 goal barrier well I think they did didn't they if they scored four on the final day this weekend um, so aggressive pressing has been a key staple of that Ajax side yeah um, which is a point captured by looking at their passes per defensive action that's PPDA passes per defensive action PPDA is a metric that measures how many opposition passes are allowed by a team before a defensive action is made to try and win the wall back. Oh, right. you, you, you with me on that? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fewer passes, the more aggressive they are. Yes. Okay. That's Notably, Ajax have obvious, a PPDA yeah. average of 6.69 yeah, this season. Yeah, yeah. Unsurprisingly, the lowest across the Eredivisie. Uh, for a comparison in the Premier League, Liverpool topped this metric with a higher average of 8.49. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't wait to see United next year. So, well, they're coming back two weeks early, oh, of course. Oh, They've okay. been told the, the holidays are cancelled. I always thought a high-pressing coach was the one they've got. Ranjik? Yeah. Uh, well, he did... T- well, he was uh, yeah. a top-pressing well, coach. Well, he, yeah, but, but God, he's flexible. Oh, okay. Flexible. He's, right. he's, he's adapted okay. to, to uh, the game in England. Yeah. The benefit of the intense pressure without the ball, of course, is that teams have ultimately struggled to create chances against Ten Hag's side. Uh-huh which obviously is uh, quite helpful. Uh, They've faced the fewest number of shots accumulated, the lowest XG against, and with a game to go, they've conceded just 17 league goals across the whole of the campaign. That was prior to before the other Mm -hmm. night. I think they won 5-0, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Um, United's defence is uh, one of the areas most scrutinised throughout this underwhelming campaign. There have only been five Premier League sides who have conceded more than their total of 56 goals Mm -hmm. this season. So I I I think that gives us some idea going forward as to how Manchester United will play, doesn't it? Uh, uh, No. No. Gives me no idea. No. And and I'll tell you what he does. He is coming from the best team in Holland by some distance. Yeah. Um, The biggest club in Holland by some distance. To take over a team that's far from the best team in the Premier League Mm -hmm. with amazing amount of work to be done. Now, if he gets all that right, then we may see an improved Manchester United. But, you know, he's not the first that has come into that club and was going to do this. Let me ask you, do you think he's got the players that would adapt to the demands that he would require of them? There's a lot there that would, because they've got a a lot of young players, youngish players there, who will want to adapt, who will want to play. But... Could the likes of Ronaldo do it? Probably not. Too too old to play that type of football. Would uh, Fernandez want to do that? Don't know. Will Pogba? Probably not. Uh, Matic? Probably too old, but probably going. Um, you know, there, there's I don't know. Sanko young enough maybe to, to want to do it uh, and bit taught again. Rashford could he find his form again? He's certainly young and fit enough to be able to play that type. They've got a lot there that could do that, Keezy, and play that way. But it, it won't just he won't just flick a switch. And United be top of the. T- I don't think United be top of the table next year. And and Ten Hag's team are blowing everybody out of the park, and they're having the. What, what was it called again? FDA. I, I, I don't know. I, I confused yeah, myself yeah, as yeah. I was reading it. I think sure. defen- defensive XG P- PPDA. Ah, PPDA. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I, I like PPDA. I, 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 spent, read, I read a lot of it last I've week. I've had many conversations yeah. in the pub about PPDA yeah, down yeah, the years. That's, that's, trust that's me. Good. But it's interesting, and uh, I, I wish him well because he's going to need it. Mm. He's going to need it. Mm. And Holland, like it? I, I, no brainer for me. Um, Fifty-one million pounds. I just, it's a staggering low fee for one of the most sought-after footballers in world football. Um, right up there, I, I guess, with Kylian Mbappe as two of the players that any any club would want in their side and would have in their side. Young, ambitious, athletic, good 
Very good. So I think it's, on the face of it, absolutely top, 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 top business. And one that I don't think can fail because even if he doesn't succeed after two years and 23, 24 years of age, would they get 50 million back from him? Yeah. Oh, they'll get. You they'll bet, get you better believe it. Plus, because, exactly. yeah. and, and, and we are delighted that he's chosen oh, to play football you, in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, absolutely. But a cautionary note. Go on. He's not the first superstar striker to have been brought into our league. Uh-huh. No, I know. There have been others that yes. have flourished in Germany and Italy yeah. and found it really difficult. Throw a few names at me then. Lukaku? Well, I mean, he's found this season difficult, but he's, he's been fairly successful in England. Well, yes. Everton, and, he was yes successful. And, well, West Brom, he was successful, got goals. Yeah, I mean, come on. Everton and West Brom, I'm talking... <laughs> Chelsea, where it matters. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know what went wrong this year, but definitely, yeah, go on, Lukaku. Uh, I mean, what's he got? Yeah, because uh, Lukaku's 28, mind you. Seven in 24 yeah. Premier League uh, appearances. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. This was before the other night, I believe, so that's probably nine, nine 25 now. now. Nine, ten. He's got three over the last two games. Yeah, three. yeah. Uh, Jaden Sanko, hopeless. Yeah, well, I, hasn't I, turned I, up. I, I'm not prepared hopeless. to batter him. 73, why? 73 because million. Because I'm not. Because, if, if, because if, if you're a Manchester United fan, right, and you yeah. look at the team sheet prior yeah, to the game yeah, and his yeah. name's not on it, yeah. are you gutted? Or are you almost not noticing that it no, isn't you there? You wouldn't notice him, but I'm not prepared to say that that's, that boy's hopeless. How can you say million. that? You can't turn around and say, he's had a terrible season. And, and I'll tell you what, I said to you before about that, anyone going into Manchester United, anyone going into Manchester United, as a young player, right, would have a nightmare. A nightmare. They're all too busy looking after each other. Who's going to help the kid? I know you're going to say for 73 million, you shouldn't, everybody needs help. I went for a big fee. At, when, what, what age was And it, it never bothered 21. you. 21. Still needed help. Yeah, but you didn't think about it. Not no, I didn't once. think about it. No, I know I didn't. But what I'm saying is he needs help. And he's at a club where he's... I, I cannot think of any player who's gone over to him, put his arm around him and said, come on, let's have a wee chat about this, that and the other. I don't... I mean, I might be wrong. They might be all over him, United players. I somehow doubt it because the way they are on the football pitch, it's like... When I look after myself... Well, you, know, you know what I'm going to say to you. I'm going to give you the example of the £47 million that Liverpool spent in January yeah. for a player who's been on fire. Yeah, I know. Immediately. So, yeah, but he's, so, he's, he comes and he plays, he's only played eight games, you know, for Liverpool. Remember that. He, he gets, he turn gets, big he, matches when he he's gets, come on. Turn, he gets, turn the Villarreal He game. gets uh, Subby coming on as sub, impacting the game. I know he's that kind of player, but he's, he's got to Liverpool. I know you're going to say Grealish, and I, and I know you're going to mention him. He's another £100 million player. <laughs> I didn't say but Grealish. what I'm saying is, Keezy, what I think about Haaland <laughs> and what I say about Haaland is, right, he is, in my opinion, the real deal, right? He's a, a man who's, everywhere he's been asked to score goals, he has. Um, it's a bit like if I said to you Lewandowski's coming into this league would you say he's going to be a duck egg um, no but I'll tell you what I would say about him he, he's one of those that also has the ability to create he can play with his head up and is a contributor to the team ethic now I have figures in front of me that will Karim Benzema 41 passes per 90 minutes as a centre-forward that will engage with us yes, around yes. about him. Mbappe, 38.9. Salah, 35. Ronaldo, 32.4. All different players. Haaland is right down there on 22. Yeah. I, I wouldn't care. So, uh, Manchester the City have got every player in the, in the pitch that can pass a ball. Yes, and they the way that they've been playing this season with a false nine... Foden completed 40.5 yes. passes per 90 minutes. Many goals. Jesus, 36. Many goals. Raheem Sterling, 35. Many goals. Grealish, 41. Many goals. Well, they're all around the 15 mark. No, they no, share no, the no, team no. goal. They, they, what I'm they, saying is all the players you've named there, he'll score as many goals as well, all of them put together. Will he? Yes. Will he have to adapt or will City have to adapt to him? Well, I cannot believe Pep Guardiola has bought uh, Erling Haaland without analysing everything he does in the game to the minutest of details and gone and said, right, will he fit into the way we want to play? They're not going to change everything they do because of Haaland. What Haaland will give them is something else, something extra, um, a, a finish, a, a clinic, clinical finish. that They have good finishers, we've seen that, but they're out of the Champions League because they wasted too many chances against Real Madrid. I guarantee you, if Erling Haaland had played for Manchester City in the two games against Real Madrid they'd have gone through easy. They'd have gone through easy. I'm telling you, they'd have gone through easy because he would not have been so wasteful in front of goal. You're buying a goal scorer. You're not buying Mbappe. You're not buying Benzema. Benzema's a totally different player from Haaland. Haaland's a, a clinical assassin of a finisher. 
right? Loves finishing more than anything. Now, as he gets older, remember... So does Benzema. Ah, but Benzema's a footballer as well. You know, Benzema will drift away out wide, get the football, beat players in wide areas. Benzema's a, a player, he loves all that. Haaland doesn't really want to get interested in that. He doesn't need to in City. City have got so many players that play football. They want a finisher. Aguero never spent 10 years there worried about his pass completion rate or his assists. <laughs> well, he never. <laughs> right? He spent 10 years there be being, on the end, yeah. being on the end of what City created and he got goal after goal after goal after goal for them. That's Aguero. That's why there's a statue going up outside. Yeah. Manchester City for him. So why did Chelsea back away? Because they believe know. that the, the space he requires to play in isn't available in the Premier League. I, I, I said to you, we watched them the other night. I watched them score six goals, just in a quick bunch of goals that, that we had picked out, being sports, some of the guys had picked out. Everyone in and we scored in the six-yard box. Everyone. Not one. I know what you're saying. He's a threat running. If there's space behind, he destroys teams. He's quick. He does that. But don't make the mistake. Jamie Vardy. Everyone says Jamie Vardy. He can't play at high level because he needs space to run into. Look at the two goals he got the other night. Yeah. You just need to be able to run little diagonals, little straight runs. You do. He hasn't really played at the highest level, Who? has he? Who? Vardy. Vardy. Oh, he scored goals against every team yeah, in the but, Premier League. But, but he's playing at Leicester. But he scored goals. Arsene wanted him. Mm. Now, he's not a bad judge of a player. He wanted Vardy. Couldn't get him. But Vardy's an example of what I'm saying is you don't... Yet people get blindsided by thinking he needs 50 yards to run into Haaland before he can score No, I don't think that's the case. Right? All you need is you, you need deft, incisive space movement. To, 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 to move in, doesn't he? He yeah, needs he, space to, to get a, get a lot of ghost goals. around a box. I guarantee you, he get a lot of his goals up somewhere, have a look at them, and see how many he just makes. A little diagonal run here, there and everywhere, and little through balls played to him. Dortmund are great at that as well. So if he... If he let me continue this theme. If he arrives and gets 20 plus, uh -huh. let's say, uh -huh. what, uh, at what cost elsewhere? Because the others that have chipped in with the 12s and the 15s still, still aren't going to score those yeah, as well, will. are they? Yeah, they will. Of course they will. Well, they'll have to adapt, won't they? Well, how much X percent, people have been saying this this week, X percentage-wise... Uh, no. <laughs> PPDA. PPDA. <laughs> how, how much better can City get? The top of the league. They're going to finish... We're close to 100 points again, aren't they? 90 something. Yeah. They've got to have 90-odd points. Yeah. They've scored nearly 100 goals or something like that, mm -hmm. right? 80-odd goals, 90 goals. And so people are saying, well, well so what, what is he going to do next year? What he's going to do next year is that the big game, the ones we've talked about, mm -hmm. the reason they're out of the Champions League is because of that. What we said at the beginning of the year, if you look back in both those games, how wasteful they were, particularly at the Etihad, they should have been out of sight. They should have been four up. No problem with a clinical finisher at the end of the pitch. They didn't have that. And they, they suffered because of it. And they're out because of it. That's the difference. That's what they're bottom for. The bottom to boot to be the final piece, I think, in their quest for what you've always said they need and want, Champions League. Right? He, in my opinion, if they're going to have a, a, a last piece of the jigsaw, he will be it. Because I think, I think they've got everything else that they need. Right? They need to tighten up a wee bit defensively. I, have mm, to be I was just about to say, yeah, maybe, maybe not defensively. But yeah, they, they might have to, but they can get away with that because their defence is possession. Nine times do, they, do they need a little bit more mental strength as well? No, I think, I think you don't win what they've won. You don't, you're not about to complete your fourth Premier League Championship win in five seasons without being mentally strong because it's a, the toughest league in the world. So you have to be mentally strong you do that four times that old. Well, let, all right then, let me put that another way. Would you fancy them in a head-to-head, -head, a battle? Do you know what? Before the Atletico Madrid game, I'd probably said there might be a question marks. But after what they did in Madrid against Atletico, that was a kind of performance I didn't think I'd see from City. But I did see it. And I thought that they showed a different side of them that night when they dug in, where they was kicking and scrapping and fighting. I, I, I saw a strength there that I hadn't seen before. So I think, and that's not, a, that's not an, an asset you need too much in the modern game, that ability to, to dig in and do what they did. Because normally people just play football now, sadly. You don't get the kind of games. That's what made it so good, the Atletico Madrid game, because it's so unusual to see two teams lock horns like that and actually get stuck into each other. But no, I think they're all right like that. I think the one the one piece I would have I've said all day, just to put the just to get them over the line, maybe in the Champions League, will be in a big game, in a semi-final, a quarter final, a final, if they ever get there again. When a chance will come along and where they don't have a centre forward, he'll be there. And he might just be the difference between that. And that one, two, five percent he might give them. You know, he, they, they haven't bought him to win the league, have they? 
No. They haven't bought him to win the no. FA Cup. No. They haven't bought him to win the League Cup. Yeah, they've done all that. They've done it all. And Guardiola's predecessors did all that. Yeah, they've, they've bought him to win the Champions League. Yeah. And to say, he, he's 21. He's here for five years. So that's when we're going to win the Champions League with the rest that comes with it. And, I, and he might be... A, listen, I might be wrong. You might be right. He, I'm, oh, not right. I, I'm not arguing what that... I'm, is, I, I'm only making the case yeah, that, that I, have, I have read in order to yeah. extract from you yeah. the, those, those thoughts, yeah. um, which... which but, I, I, not to smoke up your ass but but <laughs> you know full well I enjoy sitting talking about yes. football otherwise no. it wouldn't have lasted exactly. as long as I have no, but I, I, I put that to you on that basis that I need to hear what you say yeah. in order to answer what is modern day jargon in, in many respects yes. it's not that I believe that that to be the case but if if, if, if we go along with, with, with just the view that uh, everything's going to be okay there's not much no, left to discuss much, no, there? and he may crash and burn there's, there's, listen, you're, you're right. You know, this is his toughest ask. This is the, the biggest step up the kid was ever going to make. He could have gone to Barcelona probably. He could have gone to Real Madrid. I don't think that would have tested him as much. He's going to be tested, in, and Conte's already said it. So this is the toughest league out. Mm. There are no easy gives. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair to him, he's big on human rights, and that's probably something that was on his mind when he decided to join Manchester. <laughs> ah. No, no, Hold on. no, 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 maybe not. Uh, no. That's not a football question. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I know what you mean. But he may, I hope he doesn't because I, I do like him. I like everything about him. I like his desire and I like his, he's, he's got a hunger about him, you know, not only for himself, but for his team that, that I really like. So I hope he's a success. I hope we, we see the best of him. And listen, he, you're right. He wouldn't be the first big time front man who's come into this league and, and not. But isn't it also it. extraordinary how if you go back a decade, there was only one club in England he would have signed for. What was that, Man United? Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe may the challenge, from, well, it wasn't even a challenge, no, it, it was an assault, should have led to an arrest, in fairness. <laughs> um, and it should, it was a shocker. Which, uh, Keenan well, Harland. Keenan Harland, yeah, yeah. Shocker. I remember, I remember at the game that day. I, was, I, I mean, game, really, I, 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 when you think of, and I've said it down the years, what, what Duncan Ferguson ended up in Bartlini yeah. for. My goodness. No, that, anyway, was, that was as brutal a tackle as we've seen in the Premier League. It wasn't a tackle, it was an assault. Assault, yeah. If, 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 if maybe that was in somewhere in the back of his dad's mind that yeah. he wanted to steer him elsewhere. But City are now the go-to choice oh, in they're, Manchester. They're the no team. question. I think they're the go-to team for kids, aren't they? Yes. You know, in fairness. Have they, have they not you know, got themselves... Not only Interesting have they done to see Tony Poulis, by the way, talking about academies this week. If what you haven't found it, read it. Concerned. Concerned that they, there's so many go through the system and, and huge percentages are just discarded. Um, and, 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 and with well academies yeah those that create the, you've talked about with production line footballers yeah, same yeah those footballers. that make it but there are tens of, of, of thousands collectively that don't and the damage that is done to them in, in terms of their okay. ability to, to lead even a normal life yeah. after that experience is, is quite something find it it's worth it's I, worth I will do I, and I, I share his concern yeah. I, I really do have, you know what I think about the, the academies I think the kids when growing up the way I did and learning football the way I did, there was absolutely nothing wrong with it. Playing for your school at a weekend. What would you have done if, if Jim McLean had said to you, instead of, I, I can make you a player, son, at the second attempt, nah, you're not good enough? Oh, I don't know. What would I have done? Well, I'll tell you what you would have done. Struggled mentally, yeah. straight up. I'll tell you what I would have done. I had already planned. I would have gone and joined my brother in Canada. He had immigrated to Canada and I said, if I don't make it, then I'm off. To do what? You can't just move know. to Canada. Yeah, well, he would have sponsored me. I don't know, so. <laughs> would he? Yeah, yeah. Well, you had to do it in those days, don't you? you? Need a sponsor. My uncle's over there. My mum's brother lived there. But no, you're right. I, I, I sat in the train saying I'm going to give myself three years to make the first team when I was on the train in my first day. And if you don't, it's such a shattering yeah, experience. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it must be horrendous, Keith. I never suffered it. Uh, it must be horrendous for a kid, particularly now because they get so much given to them. Yes. They get picked up. They get football boots. They get kept there fresh every time they go training. They get a towel clean and folded for them after training. Baths, showers, everything. It's top of the range. Don't clean the terraces. Don't do anything. Aren't any don't, terraces. Don't clean the dressing rooms. Like I was cleaning the dressing rooms when I was playing in the first team. I was playing for Dundee United against Celtic or Rangers in front of 50,000. And then on the Monday morning, I was in the dressing rooms with a brush and a broom. How he'll never get his head around that. Uh, I wasn't getting it, no. But that's what I was doing. And I'm playing for the first team, I'm thinking. So after about four months, Jim said, listen, Andy, just Andy won't be doing the dressing rooms anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to concentrate on his football. Well, it's a good piece. But Tony's good, so I like, I like to Tony this way in, in the Times, I think yeah, it was. I like to read that. Anyway, you make a cup of tea. We'll yeah. ring our guest, and uh, from this point, there will be no more serious football chat. We'll, we're going to have a <laughs> chuckle. 
Michael Osman, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Richard Keith. By it's the... a pleasure to be with you. <laughs> I never recognised his voice there. Well, because <laughs> Cause he's talking Cause normal. he's just Mike Osman. <laughs> yeah. You never know who he is. never know who no, he is. It could I, be, could be Chris give... Tarrant. could be Chris Tarrant. Could... Ah, it's up to you. Uh, I've got Andy Gray and Richard Keith. <laughs> Um, no, it's good. They're both playing for half a million pounds. Getting that close and right is worth one million. No pressure. No pressure. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Hee-hee. I love impressionists. It's a good start. I, made you laugh. I'll take that. I, I love Mike Osmond more than anybody else. I really do. Eventually, we're going to tell the story. I, I mentioned it right at the start of this podcast, Mike, when we got a call from uh, Donald Trump. Yes. Who, of course, oh, uh, and we, well, we, we, we left the last time we spoke to Donald with the suggestion that Andy's mum and his were actually related, or, or they could be both from true, the same mum. true, we are, we are. He is my love child. <laughs> Andy Gray is my son, and it's so good. I, w- I wish, I had, so I wish I had Mr. President's here. That's all I can see. <laughs> well, you can buy it, Andy. You can buy it. <laughs> But you know, I have mine delivered. <laughs> delivered. You send it out to get made up. <laughs> that, that, that encounter is available on YouTube, of course. Uh, Keys and Gray meet Donald Trump. The thing about him, Mike, was we did it very early in our time here at B in Sports. And what you didn't see, obviously, it was a phone call. It needed to be in order that we didn't ask you to get in the full regalia, yeah. was, was the gallery, yeah. the, the production at, at our end. There were people taking f- pictures. pictures and yeah. <laughs> videos. Because we hadn't told them that it was it wasn't Trump, Mr. Trump, and they all believed that you were the president. Well, I got to tell you that my TikTok channel—I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about oh, it. You You're here to plug it all. Yeah. Oh well, it's got over 16 million views of my videos. It's quite incredible, oh, you yeah. know. And and I did get a call very early in the morning from Washington uh, one night, uh, and. I had the phone on silent, and so I got up in the morning, and I saw this sort of um, message, so I, I picked it up, and uh, and there was nothing there, but the number was Washington, so I obviously rang it, and uh, there was no answer, because he, he's got a habit, hasn't he? He has got a habit of phoning uh, shows and people yeah. that do him, so yeah. whether it was him, I don't know. But oh, it must it, have been. It, it, it wasn't me, wasn't me, wasn't me. <laughs> No way. Do you no miss way. him? Do you miss him? Wait, mate. Do you miss him, mate? Oh, Donald's coming back. Don't worry about that. And I'm busier. Andy, yeah. Andy, I am busier than ever doing Donald Trump. Brilliant. I think the reason is because because Donald, because they've taken his phone away. Well, they've taken his phone away, but they, they won't let him tweet now, will no. they? And no. so he's less controversial. He's not in the mainstream news. And so more of the corporate clients are, are booking me. And let me tell you, Andy Gray, son, my son, my beautiful son. No one has a more beautiful son True. than me. True. Believe me, Andy is so beautiful. Not as beautiful as me. Not as beautiful. Uh, oh, Michael, oh. let's... Let, I am so honored. Let me just say this, uh, Richard. Sorry, please, Mr. President. Believe me. Yeah. Don't Sorry. interrupt. Sorry. Don't interrupt. <laughs> Don't interrupt. I can't drink my tea. Believe Ignore me. Spit that all over the please. table here. I have to tell you, have to tell you, I am so honored that a village, a village, think about that, a village in the UK, in the UK, have uh, named their village after me. How about that? How about that? No. It's called Newark. Newark. <laughs> And somebody said it's an anagram, but I, I can't work it out. But I'm really honored to be named New after Newark. It's oh, Newark. Yeah. Newark. Yeah. yeah. I know what that means. I've not worked got, it out, but I know it. I know it's. I know they love me. They yeah, do. They, they do. do. Now, Mike, Michael, please, can we speak to Mike Osman yeah. just just for yeah. a moment? Yes, Mike of Osman, course you can. Obviously, world-class yeah. impressionist. Boris is, here. Boris is here, just so you know. Is, with is me. he? Okay. Is he really? Mike, he's a hit, Sam. You, that's loving it. I'm going to love that. <laughs> impressionist, broadcaster, uh, these yeah. days, morning DJ on, get the name of the radio station correct, 
Great uh, British radio. Great British radio. Southampton fan still? So, of course, Southampton Still fans, a yeah. Southampton fan, but, but had a bit of a shaky last yes, few games, I've got to tell you. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, crikey. Well, you know, it's funny, Southampton this season, you you know, we started very, very badly, and then we went for a purple patch where there was not <laughs> a team that I was frightened of, walking to St. Mary's, and we beat Man City, we beat Arsenal, Chelsea, and I'm thinking, this what a season no, we're going to have. No, and then no, it all went pear-shaped, yeah. totally pear-shaped. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I think if you look at um, look at the goals that the strikers have scored, and if you look at the goals that the defenders have let in, including, <laughs> oh, although Forster, to be fair, has had a decent season, but that's the problem of upfront and defence. Yeah, and well, I, very, I, I think your clear. season's best summed up. If I said, I think you you uh, you went through an average spell and and, and then it got worse. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would that would be. My, that would be yeah. I think yeah. this season that would be one of Sir Alex. Accurate assessment. One of Sir Alex's famous statements would be. It's Southampton, lads. Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> and Mike's obviously got someone. It might be Mr. President that's calling. Is that Washington again? Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was um, Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump. Okay, let's get back to Cut basics. Uh, but, but Mike, you, you, you I, I, I said it, Yeah, we were. And, and I, I said to you earlier that you've woven your way through our career. You were there in the very early days at Sky with Desert I Orchid. Was, I was one of the first having rows with Andy Gray about <laughs> yeah. the merits of picking Lizzie <laughs> or not. Yes, and Tomo, <clears throat> who, that was a great night, Tomo. And Tomo, we, big, we had, uh, big conk. We, if you remember, we had, we had Mike in the studio yeah. and Tomo in the studio, Southampton, Liverpool, and Tiz yeah. had scored a hat-trick inside about the opening six minutes. I mean, it was just, just, it couldn't have been better for you, could it? <laughs> uh, no, I know. I think it actually was Southampton, Newcastle, and it was the two... Was it? No, or was it? No, I think no. you're probably right. Right, it was Liverpool. Because Tom, 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 Tom wasn't a fan, was he? Absolutely on fire. Tom wasn't Tom a fan. Tom was not a fan, uh, nor was Andy Gray. Oh, I, I was always back Letizia. I always said Letizia for England. I always yeah, said that. <laughs> no, no. You said he's a luxury. You can't afford him. You can't afford a player like that in your team. Well, I was really went out and got a hat trick. <laughs> I, I had a conversation. No, you were never right. I had a conversation, Mike, once with Mike Shannon about Letizia, who who was of the opinion that yeah, Tiz... I, yeah, I, I'm here. I'm here. I, I don't know. Yeah, what what. Like, just remind me, you know, what that conversation was. Well, the conversation was, was Michael. I, I don't, don't remember. Tiz, Tiz was the inventor of a, 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 a particular kind of, of football. Of football. Mm. Yeah, that's very popular these days. Mm. When you get to 50 and 60, yeah, I play it. we all play walking football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, <laughs> Tiz invented that when he played. <laughs> uh, what a great line. I love it. I love it. I love well, it. it is yours. It is yours. It is yours. Well, I know. I know, but I still laugh. Still laugh. I've got to do this. I've, I've got to do this while I'm here. Is I've got to do the bully gag that I've always done about Letizia. And uh, just to say how much we miss little Alan. Oh, yes. And... Um, his, his 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 kids, Jimmy, Mandy, and Keely, have always said, "Please carry on doing our dad." Because every Probably. time you do him, whether it's uh, uh, on stage or on radio or on uh, on in a theatre show, everyone remembers little Bully. Yes. And of course, yeah, he of course was man of the match for England in the '66 World Cup final at 18 years of age. So this is Bully in the dugout, right uh, uh, <laughs> at the old Dell. I remember. I remember Richard. And Andy, when I manager of Southampton, it was great on great on It was a thrill, it was a thrill. And I remember one game, one game, I'll never forget it. I was stood in the dugout and I was shouting at Tiz. I was going, Tiz, Tiz, Matty, get yourself warmed up. I'm bringing you off. <laughs> you got the, and you're sorry, you sorry, Tizzy, you're listening. It is a good one. Mate. Have you still got the horse, Mike? Oh, yeah, Desi, Desi. Oh, Desert Orchid. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's amazing how many people talk about the horse because it was just a stupid idea and it came from Richard Digent, the great, great entertainer. Yeah, yeah, and he said, you know, why don't you, why don't you get yourself... Because if you're not funny, they always say get a, a funny prop. So <laughs> I got this horse made, Desert Orchid, and it was carved and it was beautifully made. And the horse used to do impressions, and 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 and, and so well the horse didn't. I did, obviously, you know. And, <laughs> I was sitting there thinking but, but the horse did impressions. People, 
Yeah, I know, but Andy, you've seen me work <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. horse, but and people did. would look at the horse. Yes, they took I the did. I, did. I used to look at that. Thing. And I'm going, I'm pointing, I'm going, hold on a minute, it's not the horse with the talent, that's a bit of foam, it's me doing the voices, you know. And, and I remember we did it, the show that I did with Richard Dargent, I took it up to London Weekend Television, the horse, Desi, in a sack, and... Um, and I got there and I said to the props boys in the props department, you remember how they work there, they're like that, yeah, what do you need, Mark? Yeah, all that, son. Uh, I said, he needs a bit of a touch-up. He's a bit tatty, right? And he was grey, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So it looked like primer. You know, when they spray a car, it's always grey primer. Yeah. So anyway, the prop boy takes it off and an hour and a half before we're going live with the Richard Digent show, the prop boy comes walking back with a big smile on his face He's painted the horse brown. <laughs> We've now got red rum. I've got red rum. Uh, and the whole act is about desert orchids. <laughs> it's a true story. But, but he thought I've had it, I'd had the thing primed. So he thought, oh, yeah, I'll touch this out. Yeah. And, and so that is something. Honestly, I oh, swear wow. that's a true story. <laughs> wow. So they had to go and take the horse away, get him re-sprayed. And I think I've still got, I've still got uh, grey paint on the suit that I wore in that show <laughs> because it was still wet as I did it. Get us up to date, Mike. It was so funny. It was great fun. Get us right up to date. What is the current project? We mentioned it briefly. What are you doing right now? Uh, The current project is Great British Radio. So we launched online. We we created this during lockdown. And it's, uh, we say, great great laughs, great guests, great music. Um, No news, because we believe no news is good news. Very Uh, much. News has a place, but I think... I think the way news is nowadays, it's to scare people, it's to frighten people, it's to destroy people. And, and so many people that I know have had enough. And so we don't have news. We have a little thing called Annie Hughes, who's a lovely lady from Ireland, who does the good news. She just does just two good news stories at half seven, half eight, half nine. And I do a couple of gags off the back of it. We don't have any travel. We don't have any, any weather. We just got great laughs, great guests and great news. And it's very different. And it's making waves. And if anyone wants to check us out, please have a listen. I Great will. British Radio. Uh, you can go to the website. You can you can uh, go on our socials. And uh, Charlie Mullins from Pimlico Plumbers. I don't know if you know him. We do. Like Everybody Robert knows Stewart, Charlie. Yeah. Secret millionaire. Yeah. Well, Charlie. So Charlie sold his business and walked away himself with a personal fortune of 150 million. Nice. He phoned nice. me up and said, "I love. I love. I do what? Very nice. Very Pardon? nice." Oh, yeah, very, very nice. Well, he phoned me up and said, I love what you're doing. I love the sound of the radio. And so he invested in Great British Radio, which meant we were able to get a DAB license. So we're in Hearts, Beds, Bucks, North London, Surrey and South London. 12 million people can listen to us. And uh, we're really excited. Charlie's the chairman. And I brought in some great ex-Capital people from my days at Capital Radio who are all brilliant. Like who? You mean behind the scenes? Oh, uh, my... uh, I mean, behind the scenes, yeah, right. producers, um, okay. uh, yeah, and, and proper radio people. But the other thing I, I just quickly want to say about Great British Radio, television has taught us to forget what we used to love. And what I mean by that is Richard Digence was a really funny comedian, still is a really funny comedian. Mm. But because TV moves so fast and it absorbs and it uses and churns out things, they've moved, they move so fast that they're going on to the next thing. So Richard Digence, Still really funny, just wasn't in fashion for TV at the time. And what we've done is we've, we get Richard Digents on the radio and we teach you to remember what you used to love. So it's not a crime to get old. And if you get old, very you're doing very good at what you do, aren't you, Andy? Well, thank you, Michael. Very, yes, we both are. Very good point, Michael. <laughs> um, you, you, you've just got yourself two brand new listeners. <laughs> yes. And I hope that uh, there'll, there'll be <laughs> others you. in I, Now, just indulge me before we go. Um, what would Laurie McManamy make oh, of it all? Oh, dear. Yeah, but I, I hold on because Boris is here. You can't oh, hold it. Sorry, yes. and not have the prime minister. He's been sat. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Hello, I'm Arkesian Gray. I'd like to talk to you. Yes, I'm fantastic. And I want to. Yeah, I want to, to, to say. I just uh, need to, to, to say that. Um, 
Yes, I, 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 Wi-Fi code, you scruffy, haired, dozy twonk. And I, I said, is that all lowercase? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Wi-Fi code, anyway. <laughs> so, so that's one of the latest, one of the latest <laughs> ones. Thank you. We were talking about Laurie Mack, weren't we? we let's, were. let's have the great Sir Laurie. Yeah, come on now. Hello, <laughs> no. Well, it's lovely. Ah, I mean it. Oh, come on. Lovely. Lovely, he's, lovely, he's lovely. Uh, he's better than Laurie. He's better than Laurie. Come on now. Uh, anyway, I think I ought to come back. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I, don't I think I should. Oh, by the way, Andy Gray, Andy Gray, I, I loved you on Naked Attraction. I think you were great on my program. Did you recognize me? <laughs> he was. He was. I was following <laughs> Uh, Michael, it's been it's been fun as ever. Keezy, by the way, Mike, you've given Keezy a chance to say something he's always wanted to say. Piss off, Boris. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I'm just going to finish. I'm going to finish now, right now. Um, just to say, just to say, Andy Gray, just to say, let, let me say this. And I want to, to, to say, there are three trillion nerves in the human body, Andy, and you're getting on every one of mine. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Michael, thank Michael, you. Thank we'll, you very we'll much. We'll talk soon. Richard, Andy, <laughs> always a pleasure, always a thrill. You know how much I love and admire everything you've <laughs> well, done in your life. Well, thank you. Well, that, Cheers, uh, Michael. The feeling is that mutual, is Michael. Very mutual. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> See you, pal. Yes, but I don't. I don't. I don't. She, once he stops, you can't you stop, stop can you? Stop him. You can't stop him. <laughs> Cut him out for God's sake. Imagine being Mrs. Osmond. Oh, <laughs> imagine, do you know the worst thing about getting Mike? Imagine playing golf with him. Four and a half hours. He'd be non-stop. <laughs> See you, Michael. See you, Michael. Uh, Thank you so much, boys. Good luck. See you soon, Bye. I hope. He nearly killed me. I was <laughs> my fault. I shouldn't have been trying to drink tea at the same time. No, you didn't. I know you were, weren't you? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of young men scratching their heads, and probably a lot of young girls as well, thinking, "Who the hell is that?" But uh, anyway, as Mike said, you can grow old and still be good. Uh, thank you for your company this week. Uh, we look forward to spending time with you yes. next. Keys and Graypod, A N D Keys and Graypod <laughs> on Twitter and Insta. And uh, via electronic devices, there are many of them. Yeah, I, wonder Alexa. If we'll know, I wonder if we'll know the champions of England by then next week. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Alexa, play Keys and Great. <laughs> she's there. <laughs> oh, she, she was. She's there. See you next week. <laughs>